0: You're not too late who hard your swave and just sit back and ready to play. Let me take your thoughts far far away. Now let's hear what God Venna has to say.
1: We would be honored if you would join us
0: what's up fellow star wars fans how is everyone today i hope everyone is having a great day nothing really new on my side of the galaxy same old stuff work family and a world is falling apart basically the same stuff that most of you are going through unless you're a kid and you haven't got caught up in the world's politics yet and if you are a kid stay young forever do everything you can not to grow up being an adult is not as fun as you might think it is but that's another topic for a very different show We are here today to talk about some Star Wars, and that's what we're gonna do. So let's talk about some of the things that is happening in the Star Wars universe. Some news and stuff. So what do we got to start with? We all know the future of Star Wars is a big mystery, but Kathleen Kennedy has provided a little snippet into the studio's plan for the future of Star Wars. Now, as Miss Kennedy tells it, they will be looking into a wider mythology for inspiration. But we all know that the rumors about Miss Kennedy being sidelined for the return of George, so until we find out what's Truly going on, take what she says with a grain of salt. But in a recent interview, Kennedy explained that they are in the process of figuring out where they're going to take the galaxy far, far away. And here's what she had to say The future of Star Wars is an ever evolving process. When I personally came into this, George always talked about doing nine movies. And so far, that has been our focus. Now we need to step back because there are so many stories untold within the universe. We just need to absorb what George has created, then start to think about where things might go. This is what we have been doing. Meeting with a lot of fans, different filmmakers, fans, stuff like that. This is a great time to find out who wants to be a part of Star Wars. Okay, she said that she wants the fans to be a part of Star Wars. Then they really need to get on the social media and listen to what the fans have to say. The fans will tell them the type of movies that they want to see. Because if you think about it, in Solo and Rogue One, they removed the two things that make Star Wars fans happy. Okay, let me rephrase that these are the two things that make me and most of the fans I personally know very happy. But in my opinion, the Force and Lightsabers make Star Wars the greatest movies ever. So Miss Kennedy, take my advice and really listen to the fans. Okay, what else do we got? Oh, for all you Star Wars collectors out there, Hasbro has announced a massive new lineup of Star Wars figures hitting the store this fall. These new figures cater to the Star Wars fan of all tastes whether you prefer the classic three and three-quarter inch line, the modern black series line, or even a full-size replica. Now, the one that I'm most excited about is the three and three-quarter inch, the Celebrate the Saga line, which features eight different five-figure box sets inspired by the different themes, the Resistance, the First Order, Bounty Hunters, the Sith, etc. Each set includes an exclusive droid not found anywhere else. According to Hasbro, these sets will be limited run releases that will eventually be retired. So if you prefer your Star Wars figures in this, scale, you'll probably want to grab all eight while you still can. The other notable mentions include the Black Series Purse Trooper, a vintage collection figure of Hondo, and the Emperor Palpatine's Force FX Elite Lightsaber replica. Okay, I know usually right about now we go into the quote of the week, but we're going to skip that this time around because we have been getting a lot of emails about how to get into the giveaways, and I would like to take a moment to explain how we do our giveaways. We have a couple of lists. The first list is for everyone that emails us before the midseason show, and it only applies to that season's midseason show. After that show airs and the giveaways are done, that list is deleted. The second is for the season finale show. Everyone that emails us in between the mid-season show and the season finale show will be entered into the season finale show. Then that list is deleted. Now the third list is for everyone that has joined the Sui family by becoming supporters of the show anyone that becomes a supporter of the show is entered in all giveaways except for you know like the special giveaways that we do like the galaxy edge giveaway we're doing right now where you have to do something to be entered the supporter list is never deleted because they are entered into all normal giveaways now for special giveaways like the galaxy's edge giveaway to make it fair to everyone we decided to do a treasure hunt find the clues type of thing in some of the episodes after the mid-season show, we put five clues, basically a clip of one of the nine Skywalker Saga movies. And all you have to do is email us and tell us the order of the movies that these clips came from. So your email will sound something like this. Clue one, New Hope. Clue two, Revenge of the Jedi. Clue three, Revenge of the Sith. Clue four, Rise of Skywalker. Clue five, The Empire Strikes Back. And that's it. That's not the, the list for this giveaway that's coming up, but you know that I'm giving you an example. But remember, everyone that enters in the Galaxy's Edge giveaway has a chance to win the other prizes as well. Because they emailed us in between the mid-season roll and the season finale. So they're automatically entered into them ones as well. So how do we choose the winner? Well, that's really simple. We did about a month of research and found the best online random name picker that money could buy. We write the gift down on a piece of paper. Then we put the list that applies to that giveaway into the picker and hit pick. Whatever is the first email that is selected to win that prize. And so on until we have selected all the winners for each of the prizes. Then we announce that list on the show that it applies to. I really hope that this gives some clarification and lets people understand how we do it. Now the deadline for the season finale show is on August 28th, so you have to get your entries in before the midnight central standard time on the 28th. Oh, before we move on, we also need everyone to get their book ideas in for the book that we will be covering in season 3. Like I said in the last episode, we will choose from the book that's most requested. Remember, if you email us with a book idea, that counts for an email that will enter you into the other giveaways, not the Galaxy's Edge giveaway, but the Ultra Saber gift cards and the T-shirts and the other Star Wars stuff that we will be giving away. That also has to be in before midnight Central Standard Time on August 28th. Really important that y'all remember August 28th, midnight Central Standard Time because we won't take no more after that. Okay, so now that we have cleared that up, let's get to this final chapter of this amazing book. Why is her hair all gray? Risa, the
1: youngest of Bastila's grandchildren, asked. Because I'm an old woman. Bastila replied. Is that why you're all wrinkly, too? Her brother Bress asked. Come on, you two. Their mother said, scooping them up in her arms. I think it's time for bed. She hustled the kids out of the living room, leaving Bastila alone with her son. I'm glad you came today. Bastila said. It means a lot to me. Vayner reached out to wrap his hand around his mother's fingers, and gave her a reassuring squeeze. I know this is a tough time for you, he said. You always get down when your anniversary comes around. Have you been thinking about him? I think about him a lot, she answered. So do I, her son admitted. I wonder what he'd say to me if we ever met. He'd tell you he was proud of you, Bastila assured him. You don't think he'd be disappointed that I never joined the Jedi Order? Bastila shook her head. You've done too much in your life to have those kinds of regrets, she told him. The Jedi are guardians and protectors of the galaxy. But these past 50 years, we've needed so much more. The Republic had to rebuild. We needed leaders to unite us, to help us work together. You saw that need, and you filled it. Her son laughed. (laughs) You sound like my campaign manager. Vote Vayner Shan for Supreme Chancellor. Bastila shook (laughs) her head. You joke, but if you wanted that post, you could have it. I'll get back to you on that. Besides. She added after a moment's thought. If you were a Jedi, you never would have married Imess. When we first met, you said she was too young for me,
0: he reminded her.
1: I'm older and wiser now,
0: she said. Aren't we all? <laughs> They were quiet for a few more minutes Before Boehner asked another question
1: Do you think he's still alive? I don't know Bastila admitted If he is, why didn't he come back? On the other hand There are times when I think I can still sense his presence Like he's reaching out to me from somewhere far away Boehner smiled But didn't say anything You think your old mother's going senile, don't you? Sometimes the Force is a little hard to understand. You'd better get used to it, she told him. It's in your blood. I can already sense it in those kids of yours. (laughs) I guess it skips a generation, Vayner said with a soft laugh. After a few more minutes of silence, he spoke again. It was a question Bastila had expected to hear for many years. Do you ever wish he'd stayed with you instead? I miss your father every day of my life, she said. But I never once thought that. Why not? Revan knew there was something out there. Something that threatened the Republic. Maybe something that threatened the entire galaxy he went to stop it, and I know he succeeded. How can you know that? Because you and I are here talking about this, she said. We haven't been wiped out by war or turned into refugees. The galaxy hasn't come to some kind of horrific end. Whatever Evan did, he made it possible for you and me to live our lives without fear and hardship, and for that, I will always be grateful." She reached out and placed a wrinkled hand on each of her son's cheeks, pulling him in close and kissing him softly on the head. i better go check on Demes and the kids,' he said standing up. "'Of course,' she said, waving her hand. "'Go, go. I'll just stay here on the couch and have a little nap.' Her son headed off to the guest room in the back. And Bastila closed her eyes, quickly drifting into sleep. As always, she dreamed of Revan.
0: So the final chapter of this book is the epilogue. Is the epilogue really a chapter? I never really got that why they have you know epilogues and prologues, but this is the epilogue, and it's basically covered what happens to Basila and Revan's son. And from the start of the chapter, you can tell that it is in the future because Basila's grandchildren are asking her why she has gray hair and wrinkly skin. Basila tells her grandchildren because she is an old woman. Then their mother rushes them off to bed, leaving her and her son to talk. At this point Vayner is a grown man, as seen by the grandchildren. But he asks his mother if she is depressed because her and Revan's anniversary is coming up. If I was her, I would be depressed that I waited all those years for him to return and he never came back. I would be mad as hell. Vayner asks if she had been thinking of him a lot lately. Then he tells her he wonders what his father would say to him if they ever met Basil tells him that Revan would tell him that he is proud of him. Personally, I think if I were Revan, I would be asking them both, why didn't you ever try to find me? But then Vayner asks his mother if his father would have been disappointed in him for not joining the Jedi Order. She reassures him that his father would be proud. Then Basila tells him that he has done too much in his life to have them type of regrets. It was because of people like him that helped the Republic rebuild also if he would have joined the order he would not have ever had his kids then vayner asks his mother if she thought that his father might still be alive basila brings up a good point if he was why didn't he ever come back she tells vayner that sometimes she thinks that she can feel him through the force Well, at least we know that when Revan is trying to reach out to them, it is having some kind of effect. But this is my question. If she thinks she can feel him through the force, then why hasn't she tried to find him? From the sounds of things, Vayner has been old enough to look out for himself. So she had plenty of time to go and look for him. Why didn't she ever do it? Then Basila asks him if he thinks his old mother is going crazy. He might not, but I do. Crazy as one could be. What type of woman says that she loves her husband, but never goes looking for him? Especially after Mitra never comes back. You know she had to be thinking that they ran off together. We all know that Basila was a little bit jealous of Mitra anyway. That should have been enough for her to want to go track them down. But she just sat there and got old. Then Vayner tells her that he doesn't really understand the force enough to pass judgment. She tells him that he better start trying, because she can feel the force in both of his kids. Vayner makes a joke about skipping a generation. Then he asks her a question that she knew was going to come out sooner or later. Did she ever wish that Revan stayed there with them? She told Vayner that she missed his father every day of her life. Once again, she didn't miss him enough to go looking for him. Let me stop. There might have been a really good reason why she never went looking for him. And I would love to know what it is, hint, hint, a second book needs to come out. But she told him that she never wished that. Then she tells him that Revan knew something was out there, something that was threatening the Republic, maybe even the entire galaxy. He left to find out what it is. Then she goes on to tell Vayner that she knew that Revan had succeeded in his task. When Vayner asks how does she know that, she tells him that they have lived for many years in peace. There hasn't been some big war that wiped them out and destroyed the entire galaxy. For her to be a Jedi, she ain't the brightest tool in the shed. Even though she is right, she is assuming and speculating a whole lot. She tells Vayner that she will always be grateful for Revan because it allowed them to live for many years without fear and hardship. Then Vayner tells his mother that he needs to go check on the wife and kids. Basil tells him that she was going to take a quick nap. Then she falls asleep and dreams about Revan. And this is where the book comes to an end. It's a nice and quiet ending. Too quiet for me, I'm still upset with the fact that she never went to look for her husband. Revan has been trapped in the Emperor's crazy cell all this time, getting the force sucked out of him like he was some kind of an everlasting battery. While she just sat there and watched their kid grow up, now she's playing with her grandkids and Revan is still being mind freaked by the Emperor. That's messed up. But I didn't write it so I can't do anything about it. Or can I? But that is it for Star Wars The Old Republic's Revan. We really hope that you enjoyed the show. Remember all the emails must be in by midnight on the 28th of August for your chance to win the giveaway that is coming up next week on the season finale. And don't forget to tune in to that show. We will see you then.